Maybe you've lived in your neighborhood for years and have never been intentional about meeting your neighbors. Or perhaps you just moved to a new city or a new subdivision where the busyness of unpacking and getting settled has just taken priority over meeting the folks around you. Whatever the case may be, it is never too late to start because our immediate mission field rarely changes. It's the street on which we live. And as Christ followers, we must see that God has called us to embody the gospel on the very street where we live and among the very people we call neighbors. Loving your neighbors begins with this understanding. You have been sent to live in such a way that makes the kingdom of God tangible in your neighborhood. Well, welcome back to episode six of the Living Scent podcast. My name is Justin Wester. I am your host. And on today's episode, we are looking at the third habit of living scent. We're going to be taking a closer look at what it means to neighbor people like Jesus did. If you're new to the podcast, we release a new episode on the first Wednesday of each month with the purpose of helping you live like an everyday missionary in your household, neighborhood, workplace, and city. And I just wanted to say a quick thank you to those who have been sharing this podcast on social media and to those who have been rating and reviewing it as well. Doing all of the above not only helps share this content with the world, it is so encouraging to me when I hear from you. And so So here are some of the most recent reviews. I wanted to read them to you quickly. This one comes from Jen Bruce, and she titled it this. She said, Easy Listening for Big Impact. And she wrote this. She said, The Living Scent Podcast breaks it down simply. I listen to it in the mornings, and it encourages me to adopt small changes throughout the day to keep myself open and available to people. This podcast reminds us that we can be ordinary and still make extraordinary impacts on others' lives. Here's another one from SRG 2010. They said, Living Scent encourages those who know Christ to share Christ. This podcast explains in an interesting and to-the-point manner how we can share the good news in our everyday lives. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, or if you find today's episode valuable, it would mean the world to me if you shared this episode with a friend and reviewed it on whichever platform you use. Before we get into new content for today, I want to take a moment to remind the Living Scent community that today's show notes are available for free at my website. It's justinwester.com. That is spelled J-U-S-T-I-N-W-E-S-T-E-R.com. Just navigate to the podcast tab, submit your name and email, and those show notes are yours to use with your church, with your small group, with the organization that you are a part of, whatever. The show notes are, are not just a recap of today's episode. I want to tell you they give you additional content. Let me say that again. You get additional content and questions that you can use to go a little bit deeper into today's topic. So I hope you take full advantage of those today. Well, many of the listeners have been asking when the hard copy of my newest book, Living Scent, will be released. It will be later this fall, and I want to remind you, I'm going to send out a special podcast to help spread the word. But if you cannot wait and you've got to have one, the digital version of Living Scent is available right now 
now. So if you like reading ebooks, you can pick up Living Scent on your phone, your tablet, your computer, your Kindle, your whatever, just by going to my website, navigating to the book tab, and it can be yours for four easy payments of $19.99. No, I'm just kidding. It is only 10 bucks. So check it out today. Okay, let's get into new content for today's episode. And to do that, I want to begin our time with a question. And here is the question. How do you think your neighborhood would be different if Jesus were your next door neighbor? I mean, in in what ways would Jesus make your neighborhood better? Think about this. If If he lived next door to you, how do you think he would speak with spend time with, and serve your immediate neighbors. Maybe you've never considered that thought before, but even if you've never pondered that question, you have to admit that if Jesus were your next door neighbor, things would be drastically different in a good way. After all, one of the things Jesus is best known for is saying these words, love your neighbor as yourself. In Luke chapter 10, an expert in the law stands up and puts Jesus to the test. He asks him, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And in typical Jesus fashion, he doesn't come out with a direct answer. Instead, Jesus asks the man a question in return. He says, what is written in the law? And the expert in the law says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. To which Jesus says, good, do that and you will live. But what comes next is so fascinating. The man just does not seem satisfied. And the Bible says in verse 29, but he, the expert in the law, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Dave Runyon, one of the authors of the book called The Art of Neighboring, says this about this exchange between Jesus and this man. This man goes and asks a very straightforward question to Jesus and gets a very straightforward answer back. And his first thought is, how do I get out of this? Where is the loophole? And the way that he tries to find the loophole is by defining the word neighbor so that it most easily fits into the life that he is already living. Do we sometimes do the same? Do you sometimes look for a loophole of love, an excuse for not loving your actual neighbors, an exemption from having to care for them? Yeah, you know, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, but does he really intend for me to love the jerk across the street? I mean, what about the lady that yells at my kids for running across her front yard? Do I really have to love my neighbor who blows all of his grass clippings and leaves onto my driveway? What about the guy who curses at me under his breath when I wave and say hello? And who is my neighbor, Jesus? Here's the reality. Almost all of us get to choose where we live, but none of us get to choose our neighbors. 
meaning the neighbors you currently have today at this very moment, the ones you like and the ones you don't, they have all been put there for you to love like Jesus. So what if Jesus meant that you and I are to love our literal neighbors? Our literal neighbors. If we're honest, our literal neighbors are the ones in our immediate sphere of influence, but oftentimes they're the most neglected. So how can you make an intentional effort to neighbor people like Jesus this week? As I said toward the beginning of this episode, we're talking about neighboring people like Jesus today. And this is habit number three in Living Scent. And if you're new to the podcast, I'd encourage you to almost double back after you finish this episode and listen to episode one. It's titled, What is Living Scent? And it will give you an overview of these four habits. And then I'd encourage you to check out episode three and four. That's see people like Jesus and eat with people like Jesus. Why would you do that? The reason why you might do that is because these habits are not necessarily standalone. Each one of them builds on and kind of bleeds into one another. And those three episodes in particular will be helpful to you in connecting some really important dots. How can you make an intentional effort to neighbor people like Jesus this week? Here's the first one. Number one, begin praying for your neighbors. Begin praying for your neighbors. I know this kind of seems like a duh thing to say, but let me just speak to the Christ followers for a moment who are listening. Prayer is your highest calling and it is your greatest privilege. So I think the most loving thing that you could do for your neighbors is to begin praying for them every single day. Pray that Jesus would draw them to himself. Pray for opportunities to meet your new neighbors or to connect with ones that you haven't seen in a while. Pray for their marriages. Pray for their kids. Pray that the Lord would bless their family and your neighborhood. You know, I've been praying for my 40 closest neighbors for a few years now using an app called Bless Every Home. And it's been amazing to watch the Lord answer many of those prayers. And what I'll do is I'll put a link to that app in the show notes. So Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, this app sends me a list of names and it also sends me a sample prayer all via email. And I take just a few moments and offer a prayer for my neighbors. It's simple, it is convenient, And it gives me a plan to put into place so I can be more intentional about loving my actual neighbors. Begin praying for your neighbors today. Here's the second way. Learn your neighbor's names and use them. Learn your neighbor's names and actually use them. I hope you can identify with this. I am not naturally gifted at remembering people's names. Can I get an amen? I literally can be introduced to someone and forget their name two seconds later. I'm like, where did it go? Was I not listening? And it is so frustrating to me. And even more than that, it is embarrassing, especially at the end of the conversation when people say something like, all right, well, great to meet you, Justin. And then all I have to get back is, you know, well, back at you, man. But listen, (laughs) learning people's names is a great way to begin neighboring people like Jesus. Because when you take the time to learn and use your neighbor's name, 
you are in essence saying to them, you matter and you matter to me. You know, Dale Carnegie in the classic book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, he writes this. He says, the name sets the individual apart. It makes him or her unique among all others. Remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. This week, watch what happens in your interactions with your neighbors when you don't just say, hey, or hey, man, but instead you say, hey, Mike, how's Sally doing this week? When you make the effort to do this, I guarantee that your conversations with your neighbors will be richer and more meaningful. Here's number three. Experiment with hospitality this week. Try experimenting with the practice of hospitality this week. My wife, Lindsay, and I are passionate about the practice of hospitality. And I wish I could spend more time just on this one point. Maybe what we'll do in the future is we'll just do a separate episode together, Lindsay and I, and just focus on this one topic because I do think it deserves more attention. But I want to encourage you this week to begin experimenting with hospitality. In the Greek language, hospitality comes from two words. It's made up of two words. The first one is phylos, which is one of the Greek words for love. It's like a brotherly love. And the second one is xenos, which is the Greek word for stranger. So the word hospitality literally carries this meaning of the love of the stranger, or it's the idea of welcoming the stranger. And when you think about it, this is really what God has done for each of us. He welcomed us, even when we were strangers, into a relationship with Him through Christ. He loved us, even when we were alienated from Him because of our sin, by giving up His life on the cross. And because we've experienced His hospitality, we now get to show that hospitality to others as well. Well, that sounds great, Justin, but listen, man, my house is way too small. I cannot possibly experiment with hospitality because my house is too small. Let me give you some perspective. So in 2013, the average sized American home being built was between 2,400 and 2,600 square feet. In 1950, the average size home was 983 square feet. Roger Gehring wrote a book called House Church and Mission, and he says this, According to references in rabbinical texts, the dimensions of a living room in a typical house in the rural regions in Palestine at this time were about five meters square. Five meters square is likely the size of your laundry room. Okay, so if the church in first century Palestine could show hospitality to others, listen, folks, you can too. Remember, hospitality is not about having room, it's about making room for others. Well, Justin, you know, my house is just crazy messy. We've got kids running around and it's never cleaned up enough. My house is just too wild to invite anyone in. An Anglican priest in Knoxville, Tennessee, I believe his name was Jack King, 
He preached a message and wrote a blog on hospitality that went viral a few years back. And in this blog, he asked his congregation to embrace what he called scruffy hospitality. I love that, scruffy hospitality. And here's what he said. He said, scruffy hospitality means you're not waiting for everything in your house to be in order before you host and serve friends in your home. Scruffy hospitality means you hunger more for good conversation and serving a simple meal of what you have, not what you don't have. Scruffy hospitality means you're more interested in quality conversation than the impression your home or lawn makes. If we only share meals with friends when we're excellent, we aren't truly sharing life together. So I want to encourage you this week to remember that hospitality is not a home inspection. I want you to host as you are. Here's what I want you to take away from this episode. You can neighbor people like Jesus this week. I want you to know this as we wrap up this episode. With each intentional act of love, you are creating possibilities for community to blossom, for relationships to be restored, and for the gospel to be shared and experienced. And that is good news for your neighborhood and for our broken and hurting world. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found this content valuable, it would mean the world to me if you rated and reviewed this podcast wherever you consume this content. And if you want the show notes for today's episode, just head over to justinwester.com. Again, navigate to the podcast tab, and there they are, yours for free. Remember, you don't have to live sent, you get to. And we'll see you next time.